Greetings, this is Pastor Thomas A. Deloach, and this episode is brought to you by To Empower You, a podcast dedicated to helping young adults and young couples achieve their goals and dreams from a biblical context. From a biblical context. Pastor Thomas A. Deloach. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to To Empower You. It's me. I'm back better than ever, Thomas A. Deloach, and I'm so glad that you decided to connect with me for these few moments in time. And on today's show, I want to talk about don't let nobody stop you. This is a teaching podcast, so go and grab your Bibles and something to write with. I have some things I want to share with you today. Listen, I am so fired up. I just got off a phone call with a good friend of mine who's a pastor. He's my brother in the Lord. And you know, like it is when you talk to people in your life and you really can just keep it real with them and they encourage you and you encourage them. And I said, man, I got to do this podcast today. Generally, I do a podcast every Tuesday, but today is Saturday. Generally a day where I'm spending time with the Lord, getting prepared for my Sunday service. But I said, man, I got to jump on here right now while this thing is fresh in my spirit. He said to me that you are on the brink of a breakthrough. So don't let anybody stop you. This is what I heard in my spirit. So don't let you stop you. He said to me, don't let anybody stop you. And I interpreted it as don't let you stop you, which means that our greatest enemy is in a me. I hope you got that. Your greatest enemy is in a me. It's in you. That's your greatest enemy enemy is what is going on inside of you. So I want to tell you today, even as my friend, my homeboy said to me, don't let nobody stop you. I want to say to you, don't let you stop you because you are right on the brink, on the breakthrough of the greatest victory you have been praying for in your life. So please don't give up. Don't quit. Just reset. I know how difficult things are in life. Trust me, I know. I try to really tell people this. Just because I'm a pastor, it does not mean that I don't have problems. No, the enemy is firing probably more darts at me than anybody else because of the work and the assignment that is on my life. And so I want to just take a few moments and encourage you to help you to see, because I know right now we are in the December month. Christmas is coming. The holidays are coming. And generally people can be depressed because of family members that have died or things that they want to get their kids for Christmas and things that they want to do for other people, even themselves. And the resources are low. COVID is still around. It's just so many things, man, that you can be depressed about. But I pray in the name of Jesus, that a few things that I will say to you today will help pull you out of the doldrums to the point that you can look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know what? I am not going to let anyone outside of me stop me. And I'm not going to let my own self stop me because I got too many things that God has promised me. Let me start off with this scripture here in 1 Timothy chapter 119. If you got your Bibles, I want you to go there really quick. 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 19. Notice what it says. Hold faith and a good conscience. 
which some having put away concerning faith have made shipwreck. I'm going to say that to you again. Hold faith and a good conscience, which some have put away concerning faith, having made shipwreck. Many times we have heard so many messages about faith, but I wonder, have you ever heard a message or a teaching connecting faith with a good conscience? Because the scripture says, some put it away concerning faith and they may shipwreck. What happens is you can be believing God for something, but if your conscience is not right, you can't get to your destination. And sometimes that's the little small things that is stopping us is that our conscience is not right, which is affecting our faith and our walk with God. And this is why people outside of us stop us. But this is the number one reason I believe we stop ourselves. Yeah, you got faith, you're trusting God, you believe in God, but is your conscience right? Let me give you a definition of this about this thing called conscience. Conscience is defined as internal or self-knowledge or judgment of right and wrong. The facility, the power, the principle within us. Here's my question to you right now. Do you really know what is right and wrong for your life? I'm going to ask you that again. Do you really internally know? Do you have a self-knowledge of judgment of right and wrong? Do you really have the facility, the power of the principles of God that live inside of you? We live in a day right now where we can see things and see that it is wrong, but we don't really see it as wrong. We can see, say, oh, you know, that's not good, but no, that is wrong. And what happens, you know what happens is that we start looking at people who we think are blessed who we think are prospering, and we can see some of the stuff we know they're doing. And we say, you know what? Maybe I need to consider that. If this is what the blessing looks like, if this is what I got to do to get ahead, maybe I got living right for God totally wrong, especially when I'm looking at somebody who is saying and confessing that they are on a higher level than me and they are prospering everywhere. Man, something is wrong here. And what will happen is if you don't really get this principle inside of you, you will walk away from your own good godly counsel and your own good godly principles, your own good godly uh, conscience. You'll walk away from that and you'll start doing what somebody else is doing simply because you are tired of living right. I'm tired of living right. I'm tired of doing right. I'm tired of being nice to people. I'm tired of forgiving people. I am tired of being the bigger person. Man, I know where you are, man. I get this way. I'm just like, what is the use of living right? When I see people that are doing wrong and I know a little bit about them and I'm like, this is wrong. But this is what I want to encourage you and help you to see. You got to know that God has integrity in his word. And despite the fact of what you are seeing is not really the full picture and the full story, because here's the reality. You don't really know what they're dealing with on the inside when they go home at night and close the door. You don't really know what they're dealing with in their heart because people like to show a front 
and facade. They want to show you all the eye candy, but it's not always what it is. Don't let nobody stop you, namely you. Don't look outside of you and see people that are prospering and doing well money-wise. They got a nice house, nice car. They can go on vacation, pretty much do what they want to do. But you know they live in shabby lives and you considering crossing the fence because you are tired of living right. Man, I want to encourage you today. You are on the brink of a great breakthrough. You are where you need to be. You just need to refocus these last few months or last few weeks, excuse me, of the year. Because if you don't, you're going to make shipwreck like the scripture says here. We got to make sure that we are fine tuning our discernment. Lord, show me what I am doing wrong. Show me, help me to see what I don't see. Notice again that conscience is all about what is going on inside of you. The ability to judge right and wrong. Not another people, you. Can you judge what is shown up right? And can you judge what is shown up wrong? Or are the lines blurred for you and you just can't figure it out? That is not good because I have often said, even in my own life, I've often said the greatest enemy is the fact that we can't discern the issues within ourselves that's holding us back. That's my prayer for me. That is my prayer for you. And this is why. You're going to get to the end of the road and you're going to see the blessing that God has for you because you're going to have the ability to see where you have messed up and where you have gone wrong. It is so key. Now, I want to give you four quick things to help you in this process because we've already said at the onset here, we're not going to let anybody stop us, right? Namely ourselves. We are not going to get in our own way and kill our own joy, our own peace, the things that God is doing in our lives. We are not going to mess that up. Here's number one. I want to give it to you. Keep a clear conscience. I need you to do this. Keep a clear conscience. Conscious. Notice what it says here in 1 Peter chapter 3, 15 and 16. It says, in your hearts, set apart Christ as Lord. Do that. Set apart Christ as Lord. Put Christ where he needs to be and always keep him as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give a reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect, keeping a clear conscience so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ may be ashamed of their slander. This is what I'm saying. And this is why you got to stop looking at other people and keep your eyes on Christ because you don't want to make shipwreck in your own life because the moment you start looking at them, you'll start modeling their behavior. And we don't want anybody to speak ill of what we're trying to do. We don't want to get tired of living right. We don't want to get tired of doing right. Man, I know it. Trust me. Because sometimes you just like, what is the use? The whole world is going to hell. It seems like everybody is concocting something crazy. And it's like, Lord, I mean, come on now. 
What do I need to do? What do I need to get ahead? What do I need to cross the finish line? What do I need to better my life? And sometimes we get tired, but I want to encourage you to keep a clear conscience. But as the scripture says, do it with gentleness and respect, keeping a clear conscience. Again, here's why. So that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. Watch this. Keep living right and you're going to put them to shame. Keep doing right and you're going to put them to shame. Keep serving God. Even with tears rolling down your face, stay with what you know God told you to do because you're going to put the enemy to shame and the very thing, the very booby trap he's setting for you, he's really setting for himself. And God is going to cause you to triumph, move into another realm of his glory and his power and prosper you financially in ways that have just literally been tight for you even before the pandemic has happened. But I'm telling you, I'm believing God before the end of 2022, you are going to break in and break out and move into another level of his grace and power that you have never seen before in your life. I want you to keep a clear conscience. Number two, keep a clear conscience before God and man. You got to do it before both, before God and before men. Notice what Acts 24, 16 says. I strive always to keep my conscience clear before God and man. Watch this. Don't ever hold nothing against nobody, against God or against man. Now, generally, we don't hold things against God. Sometimes we do. But many times we hold things against man. We upset with them. We mad with them. We frustrated with them. Don't get involved in no meaningless conversation with people. Forget about it. Love them and keep going. Don't put no undue pressure and expectation of what you're hoping they're going to do for you. Whatever God is telling you to do, do it out of your heart and keep going. Generally, we are hurt and let down because we are expecting too many things from people, but we got no expectation of God. I want to switch this around for you. Put all of your hope, all of your expectation on God and serve and love people. And that's it. I'm going to say it to you again. I really want to help you get across the finish line here before the end of 2022, because nobody is going to stop us, including ourselves. So stop putting expectations on people, but you don't put no expectations on God. God's word is what we should be expecting. What he said about our lives is what we should be expecting. But we have allowed people to enter into the sacred places of our heart and they are causing us to be corrupted. They're causing us to look the other way. They're causing us not to believe that God really cares and he loves us. And I want to say to you today, I've been there before. You might be there before, but repent, get before God and say, you know what? I'm seeing things clearly now. Lord, all of my expectation, all of my hope, all of everything, every good thing that you said is going to be for me, I'm saying yes and amen to it. And as it relates to man, I'm going to keep a good conscience before them. I'm not expecting you to do nothing. Nothing at all. If people ask you, well, what are you expecting from me? Nothing. I know it's going to shock them. I know they're not going to even believe what you said. Some of you are married. Don't put no expectations on your wife. Keep loving, keep doing what you're supposed to do, and keep going. 
I'm not saying, amen, that it's going to be easy because sometimes we got so much expectation on another person. Watch this. And they are just as weak and fragile as you. Don't put it on them. Because when you start putting all this expectation on people and they let you down, you start believing there's no good people in the world. Nobody keeps their word. Nobody will be faithful. And we know that that's not true. But our perception is as such because of all the letdown that we have. See, I'm not trying to let you down. I'm trying to pick you up. And I want you to shift now all of your energy that you putting on people, put it on God now. You know why? Because he can handle it. His shoulders are so broad, he can handle it. And here's the thing about God. He don't need to prepare no blessing. He already got the blessing prepared. But when we really begin to live single-mindedly, when the eye is single, the body will be full of light. Revelation, we can see God in a way that we haven't been able to see him before. So we got to keep a clear conscience before God and man. Number three, you can have a clear conscience and rest in your heart. You can. You can keep a clear conscience of what is right and what is wrong and walk in the very thing that is right and shun the very appearance of evil and literally rest in your heart and be okay with the outcome. Many times we just not okay with the outcome because you know what we did, what was right, and it seemed like it didn't work out for you. It seemed like it didn't work out the way you thought it would, and you upset, you mad, you angry, you want some get back because you like, Lord, you told me to do this, and I did this, and I'm in the hole. I'm in the rears. I don't even have no money now. You told me to do this. I did it. And it seems like this is not working for my good. But the scripture says, and we know all things work together for the good of them that love God and are called according to his purpose. You know why it's going to work out? Because I love God. I love God. And I'm called to do what he told me to do. And even if it seems like I'm the only one being faithful, it don't matter. I am ready now in my heart because see what I'm trying to give you today. I'm trying to prepare your heart. I'm trying to prepare your mind. I'm trying to prepare you for the warfare. I'm trying to help you to see that some of the stuff that we are dealing with is because we have given our authority over to people. And they ain't doing nothing but beating us over the head with it. But not today. I take back my authority. I take back my peace. I take back my power. I take back my love and I put it squarely on the shoulders of Christ. On Christ, the solid rock, I am standing. Notice what the scripture says in Proverbs chapter 3, 21 through 26. I'm just going to kind of give you the condensed version of this, but you can read it in its fullness whenever you get an opportunity. My son, preserve sound judgment and discernment. Do not let them out of your sight. They will be life for you. Watch this. An ornament to grace your neck. Then you will go on your way in safety and your foot not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, you will sleep and it will be sweet. This is what we got to do. If we're going to get to the place where we can say, nobody can stop me, including myself, I am going to give myself to sound judgment and discernment. When I discern something is not right for me, I'm not going to do it and I'm going to keep going. 
See, in our heart, we say, I'm not going to do it. But the reality is, it ain't really in our heart yet. We're still considering it. But the scripture makes it clear. You got to preserve sound judgment and discernment. Don't let it out of your sight. Keep it before you. Don't let it leave you. Because if you do, you can't get anywhere. But if you really see what God is doing, it'll be like an ornament of grace around your neck. Watch this. And you can go in safety. You'll never have to worry about who's going to take you out. You'll never be thinking, I'm going to die before my time. I'm going to get shot, killed, whatever the case may be. Get sickness, disease. I won't live to see the full amount of my days. No, 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 no. The scripture is true. And here's what I love. It'll keep your foot from stumbling. Some of the times we keep stumbling, we keep failing, we keep falling because we continue to allow the stuff that we are seeing to cause us to be so emotional, we make a misstep. But that stops today. Watch this. When I lie down, my sleep will be sweet. I'm prophesying that over your life today, that when you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. I was looking at a statistic and I think he was saying between the ages of 18 and I believe it was 28, that's the most suicides in that age range. And this is really who I believe I'm called to talk to is this millennial group of people because many people are taking their lives and killing their lives because they don't know what's inside of them. You got greatness inside of you. And I'm praying that you're going to begin to see it. God's going to show you what you have on the inside of you. Think about that. A young person at 18, so full of life, but because they feel like I've got nothing else to live for because they keep letting people stop them and then they let themselves stop them. But no, we are going to lie down at night and our sleep is going to be sweet. We're not going to be worried about a thing. You know why? Because God has us. God's got your back. I'm talking to somebody. You feel like you don't have a friend in the world. You feel like, man, if I ever got in trouble, man, nobody would come see about me. I'm telling you, God will come see about you. He's not too far away from you. You know why? He lives inside of you. I'm trying to get you to be more God-focused, more God-centered. And you will begin once you know and really get this revelation that God lives inside of you. You're going to turn to him at every point and he will never, ever let you down. And finally, number four, Christ will give you a clear conscience. Even in this world that's evil and wicked, I'm telling you, we live in an evil, wicked world. But Christ will give you a clear conscience. Notice what the scripture says in Hebrews chapter 9, 14. How much more then will the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to God, cleanse our consciousness from acts that lead to death so that we may serve the living God. And this is why I said to you earlier in the show, don't let nobody stop you, but don't let you stop you. This is what we must have the spirit of God do. He's got to cleanse our conscience with the blood of Jesus so that our actions won't lead to death. So the things that we're thinking right now, some of you, you were thinking things before you listened to this podcast, thinking about some things last week, last month. And trust me, you just waiting for the right opportunity to do it. That is going to lead to death and destruction because maybe you don't feel like there's another way out. 
But I'm telling you, there is a way out. You don't have to do what you're considering. I don't care what the pressure is. I don't care what the peer pressure may be. I don't care what your circumstances and situations. I don't care what your financial situation is. I know because all of this stuff can speak to you. You can go to the mailbox and get an unexpected bill. Those bills are talking, man. I know. But I want to tell you, Christ can speak louder. Let his spirit speak louder to you and he will calm you down and say to you, I got it. It's already worked out. Don't worry about it. Just listen to me. I'm going to tell you what to do. In every situation of your life, one of the ways to shut down the voice of the enemy is immediately turn to Christ and say, Lord, what do you want me to do? I'm giving this debt to you. I'm giving this issue to you. What do you want me to do? And he may tell you to do something, but that that he doesn't tell you to do, don't do anything. He is working it out. Many times we just get ahead of God, slow down. In a relationship, when you're walking with somebody, that's what you're doing. You're walking with them. So you can look at them. They can look at you. You can talk to them. They can talk to you. What kind of conversation you going to have with somebody and they five paces ahead of you? That's not, you can't talk to them. You have to talk louder. One of the reasons, oh Lord, thank you. One of the reasons why we can't hear God, we're too far ahead of him or we're too far behind him. We got to catch up and get right locked in step with what he is saying. We can hear him. We can know it is him that's talking to us. And trust me, you're going to begin to really sense some peace in your life. There's a lot of striving. You're trying to get somewhere. But the only thing that matters is your personal walk with the Lord. And this is why you're going to get to the finish line. Listen, man, I want to see you win. And I know that's hard to even receive because we like, some of us are like, man, most people don't even want me to win. I won't see you win. There's room at the top for everybody. It's a lie when people say to, well, there's only a certain amount of spaces for a certain amount of people. That is not true. We are not tethered to the things of the world. We're not tethered to what they say. God says there's room at the top for you. So I want you to think about these four things that I said. Keep a clear conscience. Number one, keep a clear conscience before God and man. Number two, you can have a clear conscience and rest in your heart. Number three, and finally, Christ will give you a clear conscience. This is so essential to your faith because many times our faith is not working because we really don't know the difference between right and wrong. Right and wrong is not created equally today because people can do something wrong and they don't even see it. Trust me, they don't say. I'm not even talking about people that are not saved. I'm talking about people that are saved. But God is going to show you what is right for you and what is wrong for you. I'm going to say that again. God is going to show you what is right for you and what is not right for you. That's the issue. Some of us don't know what is right for us. And then we don't know what is wrong for us because see what is wrong. It could be something simple that God don't want you to do. So you got to get with him so he can show you. Once he shows you, you're going to be like, wow, this didn't even seem wrong. It didn't seem. Watch this. Something wrong doesn't mean that it's going to hurt somebody. Something wrong is just something that the Lord is saying to you that can mess you up. 
It ain't always drug, sex, and alcohol. That's obvious. We know why we shouldn't do those things. But what about some other things that you don't know you should be doing that you are doing? Those are the enemies that is stopping us. It is what we honestly think is right, or should I say that is wrong, that is really stopping us. And then the right things that we're doing, God is saying, well, this is the more right thing you should do. Sometimes we're doing things just to trying to clear our conscience, but God wants us to go another step. He wants us to go in another direction. And it's going to shock you. Some of the things that the Lord is going to start telling you to do because you are going to have laser sharp discernment like never before. All right. That's all that I wanted to share with you today. I pray that this blessed you. If it did, Send me an email at info at thomasadeloach.com. Do it today. Let me hear from you. Don't delay. Also, I have a website. Go there at thomasadeloach.com. On the homepage, there is a subscriber box. Put your name and your email address, and I will send you a free biblical success report to encourage you in your walk with God and a newsletter once a month to continue to push you in the things of God. And finally, if these shows are blessing you, go back to that website at thomasadeloach.com and consider being a financial partner with me. I am making some new moves here in the new year. And listen, your financial support will really help me to make those new moves. I always say these shows do cost me something to produce. But if you are being blessed, I want you to go to that website today. ThomasADeloach.com. Scroll all the way down to the bottom of the screen there. There's a donation tab. Click that button. No dollar amount is too big or too small. And everything that you give helps me to produce a good quality show. Want to do some interviews in the new year, help you in your walk with God. Listen, man, I am here for you to encourage you. So do it today. Become a financial partner with me. And I know that God will be well pleased. Listen, I'm praying for you always. Keep your head up. Don't let nobody stop you. Don't let you stop you. You on your way to higher ground. And until next time, be empowered. Thank you for listening to my show, To Empower You. If you were blessed, inspired, and encouraged, please send me a praise report, prayer requests, or show ideas to info at thomasadeloach.com. And follow me on Instagram at thomasadeloach and Facebook at Dr. Thomas A. Deloach. And remember, you can go to my website anytime at www.thomasadeloach.com. Until next time, be empowered.